It's that time of week again, weather-wise, another podcast episode, and it's that time of year again where we need to talk heat safety, and we're talking heat waves. The first official heat wave of the year has occurred for portions of Delmarva, and we're going to talk about that uh, throughout today's podcast. I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. Let's jump right into the pool. No, not the pool. That's the place where we want to be. Uh, because of all the heat, but we're going to jump right I into our... I did do that. I will say, I did jump in the pool. You did? The last couple of days. Yep. It's been so hot outside. Yeah, I you... needed a way to cool off. Yeah, you have to cool off. You have to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to Ocean City Friday yeah, last week. It was week. much needed, but you're right, Daniel. You know, it was hot the past couple of days. Right. And um, I actually went to Ocean City on Friday to let people know, you know, come to the beach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, go to the pool. Uh, that's the place to be to really cool off. So um, we're going to go over some heat safety tips too, just to let people know, just a friendly reminder, some tips on how to stay cool uh, besides jumping in a pool. So let's get into it. Salisbury Sloan, I have a bone to pick with Salisbury's airport. Me too, Um, (laughs) I really do. (laughs) So the past several days, we've been talking about the definition of a heat wave, which in the Mid-Atlantic region, is three days in a row of temperatures at or above 90. Now it's just, it doesn't have to be just three. It can be four, five, six. It's just at least Mm. three days in a row. And on Saturday, Salisbury hit 90. On Sunday, this past Sunday, Salisbury hit 93. And on Monday, we were expected to hit 90, but we fell just short of that. We only Mm -hmm. got to 89 in Salisbury. So that's only two days with highs at 90 so that official heat wave we were thinking we'd get in salisbury never happened (laughs) and i was like are you kidding me one degree right but georgetown and dover did reach at least 90 degrees over the um saturday through monday daniel so somewhere had their first heat wave uh georgetown on saturday was 94 degrees on sunday 95 degrees for Georgetown. They broke a record that day, set back in 2020. Um, original record was 93. They reached 95. And then on Monday, they uh, tied their record high from 2002 of 92 degrees. It was hot yesterday. Heat indices or on Monday. Heat indices by the noon show on Monday, 100 degrees for Easton. It was feeling hot. Well, and that's been the issue, too. And I know we've been advertising a heat wave, but... This just goes to show you don't need to hit 90 every mm-hmm. day to feel, you know, kind of miserable and, and, and nasty because of the humidity. That's been the issue, um, mm-hmm. you know, the past several days. It's not just the high heat, but it's this humidity that makes, you know, heat index values climb into the 100s in some spots. And you were just going over Georgetown temperatures. Uh, even on Tuesday, Georgetown made it into the low 90s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, today's Wednesday. We're still determining how high we're going to get. Um, we haven't made it there yet, but, you know, some of us could hit 90 again, you yeah. know, today. So the heat continues, the humidity continues as well. And we can talk about Dover a little bit too, because Dover hit 90 on Saturday yeah. as well. And Dover officially had a heat wave as well, getting to 92 on Sunday and 92 on Monday. And, uh, yeah. Tuesday, right around 90 as well. 
So it seems like Delaware has been getting the higher mm -hmm. numbers uh, in terms yeah. of those temperatures, but we're all dealing with the high humidity. Even the beaches are dealing with high humidity. Mm -hmm. So um, jumping I went to the beach this past weekend, even though the beaches were in the low 80s on um, Saturday and Sunday, it was still humid outside. I tried to brave the water to cool down, still too chilly for me, but <laughs> it's feeling humid everywhere. But that's the issue when we get with these warmer temperatures, when we have higher dew points, is the humidity is what makes this dangerous, too, because your sweat isn't evaporating as quickly. So your body's not releasing heat, which could cause people to overheat, because if you think about it, if you're out west with the dry heat in Arizona, you're sweating a bit and your body is releasing that heat, but with the higher humidity, almost trapping it, you're not releasing as much. So you could overheat easily with the humidity levels we've been seeing over the past couple of days. Yeah, and we call that the human body's air condition, the natural ability mm -hmm. to cool us down. But when you have so much moisture in the air already in terms of that humidity, our bodies just can't do it. Um, our body's air condition can't work as well. So. Um, that's a perfect way to put it and look at it. But I think we should go over some safety tips, right, on yeah. how to stay cool. You want to yeah. start? Yeah, the best thing to do if um, you see we're forecasting temperatures in the 90s and with the um, higher humidity levels is limiting your time outside. If you don't have to be outside, don't spend prolonged um, time periods outside. It can become dangerous, especially if you're out in direct sunlight, especially if you're not staying hydrated. Uh, another helpful tip is if you are going to be outside, and even if you're inside, having that water bottle handy as we head into these summer months, staying hydrated, because that can really help you out if you're going to be out in the sun later in the day. Yeah, drink more water, I would say, than you would on, on a normal day, because if you drink, you know, the typical amount, um, mm -hmm. you, you may think you're fine, but sometimes, you know, with the high heat and humidity, you need more hydration, of course, because you're sweating, you know, a lot of that out of your body. So drinking more than mm -hmm. you would typically is really going to keep you ahead of the game and uh, uh, keep you safe, too. And Sloan mentioned, try to avoid that strenuous outdoor activity, but I know a lot of people have their workout regimens. They have to do mm -hmm. it. You know, some people can sometimes substitute it for a treadmill, maybe inside, but if you can't do that, and you really need to go outside, we would say very early in the morning, right, is probably the best time yeah. to run, even though the humidity can be quite high even in the morning, too. But, you know, try to but go it when it feels a lot better than yeah. what it's going to feel like later in the day. Right. That's true. Exactly. And maybe wear lightweight clothing and mm -hmm. light colored clothing, too, yeah. because, you know, if you're wearing dark colors, that sun can make you hotter. And especially with... Um, the summer months approaching because we're not officially in summer yet that's june 20th even though it's feeling like summer outside make sure you're checking on um family members and neighbors especially um your elderly family members and neighbors just because they're more at risk for heat related illnesses um something i know my great aunt does is she doesn't stay hydrated all the time so in the summer months we're always reminding her to drink water before she goes outside with her dog so just checking in on those around you and watching for um, the different types of heat-related illnesses like heat cramps, heat exhaustion, heat stroke in yourself and in others and know how to be prepared for that. Yeah, and, and do you have any symptoms of those that people could follow? Yes, I do. So for heat cramps, the signs are muscle pains or spasms in the stomach, 
arms or legs. And the best thing to do is just go to a cooler location. If you're wearing layers, take the layers off and take sips of um, a cool drink just to help you cool off. Heat exhaustion is um, very dangerous. It's heavy sweating, paleness, muscle cramps, tiredness, weakness, dizziness, headaches. Symptoms like that is you need to go to an air-conditioned place again and lie down. Removing those extra layers, a cool bath really helps with heat exhaustion. But if your symptoms aren't improving, you should always call your health care provider. And with a um, heat stroke, extremely high body temperatures above 103 degrees, um, red, hot, and dry skin, but the person isn't sweating, so that heat is still within them, a rapid and strong pulse confusion, unconsciousness, or dizziness, with a heat stroke, you need to call 911 immediately or get the person to a hospital as quick as you can because that one is the most dangerous. And these are also signs that you could see in your pet during the summer months. I know Daniel and I are both proud dog parents. Yes. And you want to limit the time for your furry friend to be outside and testing the pavement for them because the pavement heats up pretty quick compared to the air temperature. So it could be too warm for them to go outside. But these are all things that you can also apply to your pets too. I'm very, if you ever watch me on air, I'm always talking about how to keep your pet safe. Exactly. And we're both pet owners and we were both lifeguards at one point, right? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and you bringing up these you know, the symptoms of heat stroke, heat exhaustion, heat cramps. It's bringing back those memories, you know, when I was a lifeguard, and they would teach us, you know, to watch out for those signs because, you know, you're a lifeguard outside and people are out in the heat and they might not be staying hydrated. So um, definitely watch out for those signs. And also I was watching your newscast the other morning and you were talking about testing uh, the blacktop or the asphalt, yes. you know, for your pets. And I thought that was an awesome graphic to talk about, especially while we're going through, you know, a heat mm -hmm. wave across Delmarva. And I was walking my dogs that day before I came into work and they were just hanging out on the street, walking on the street. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, girls, let's get in the grass. Let's get into the cooler area. <laughs> get your paws off the hot blacktop. Conan's so. the same way. He's attracted to it, but I'm always trying to drag him into the grass because they're not going to tell you it's too hot for them. They're just happy to be outside. They love it, and they want to stay out. It seems like the hotter it is, they're like, mm -hmm. let me stay out longer. They're like, please, let's go. Um, something else with pets and even children, Daniel, is that when we head into these warmer months, we're seeing more um, heat-related deaths, especially in children and pets, because people are leaving them in the cars with the car off, the windows closed. And similar to what we're talking about with the pavement, how quickly um, the asphalt heats up compared to the air temperature, you could think of a car as an oven and with the sun continuing to shine on it, with the temperatures hot outside, the car is continuing to heat up. It gets hotter than the air temperature. And it's only in a matter of minutes that this can happen. Within 10 to 20 minutes, you can start to have um, a heat exhaustion or heat stroke set in, in people, in kids, in pets. So making sure that you're not leaving them in locked vehicles with, that are off with the windows closed. Yeah, and unfortunately, so many kids and pets die every year um, who are left in hot cars. And I know we have busy lives. I know people mm -hmm. accidentally do it. I'm not giving excuses, but try to do something where you have to go in that back seat. Maybe mm -hmm. leave your purse in the back, leave your cell phone in the back, 
your wallet, something you have to go to the back seat to get, um, just so you don't forget. And I know a lot of people listening could be saying, how can you forget your kid? Like, how can you forget mm -hmm. your pet? Again, I'm not giving excuses. I'm just saying it happens. I'm stating facts. And it can be preventable, Sloan. This is 100% yeah. preventable, um, these deaths. Mm -hmm. And it's just so sad to see them happening, you know, every year, something that we can continue to prevent. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely sad to see. And I remember writing a blog about this, I think last summer or the summer before, about, you know, always checking that back seat. And I think we called it look before you lock. Yeah. So, yeah, always yeah. look in the back seat and look throughout your car before you lock it and yeah. you leave. So, mm -hmm. and don't. And if you have to run into that store, something that we're seeing carrying over from um, last year with the pandemic is order pickups, yeah. is ordering those items. And you can stay in the car with your kids, with your pets. You don't have to go inside to the store if you need to run to a store really quick because you never know how long that's going to take you. And um, cars now, my car tells me if I open up the back door before I started it and when I turn it off, it'll tell me to check my rear seat. Oh, so I love that. Car companies come out with these helpful tools to, you know, just remind people maybe they have a kid or a pet in the back seat. That's very nice. I love that, that cars are, you know, taking that mm -hmm. um, and running with it. So, yeah, some great tips there, something we can prevent for sure in terms of leaving, you know, a, a kid or, or a pet in the back seat. Um, and don't even do it for a short period of time, like Sloan mentioned. Like, I know a lot of people run into the store. They even roll down their windows, but it's still going to get hotter in that car, even if the windows mm -hmm. are rolled down a little bit. So it's just not a safe practice to do even for a short period of time. So definitely please don't do that. So, you know, it's that time of year. It's not officially summer yet. Um, the summer solstice isn't here just yet. Um, that's right around the corner, but we are in meteorological summer, which is June, mm -hmm. July and August. And those we just practice uh, meteorological seasons because you can start getting those heat waves as June kicks off. You don't have to wait until mm -hmm. summer. And that's clearly what we're seeing right now. So we just want everyone to be safe, right? Yep, everybody to be safe this summer, staying cool, staying hydrated. I'll say that a lot over the summer months because I want to make sure everybody's okay. Right, and we just fought this pandemic. You know, we're still going through it, mm -hmm. and so many of us fought to, you know, get through that. So we're just keep fighting. We're just going to keep fighting through the summer months, stay cool, stay hydrated, have fun out there too, and just be smart and be safe about things you do and decisions you make. Um, well, I believe that's it for our Heat Safety Heat Wave podcast today. Do you want to add anything else, Sloan? Um, no, I think we covered it all. Just stay safe this summer, everybody. All right, we'll see you guys next Wednesday for another episode of Weatherwise.